0: Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series on the book of Hebrews with part two of this message entitled Saints Endurance. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Hebrews chapter 10. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. We are talking about the perseverance of the saints that's the doctrine from chapter 10 of Hebrews 32 through 39 perseverance of the saints rocky soil Christians and thorny soil Christians are unregenerate therefore they shall not persevere And receive the great reward. They simulate spiritual graces for a while. And I have seen that in my pastoral life. They simulate spiritual graces for a while. But soon they shall cast away their simulated confidence. And prove themselves to be Judas or Demas. Prove themselves to be who they really are. Unregenerate covenant breakers. They prove themselves to be not authentic Christians. But plastic, synthetic Christians. But by God's power, the regenerate persevere. And endure to the end of their lives. And only those who endure to the end are truly regenerate. Turn with me to Jude verse 24 To him who is able, not to us, to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy to the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore Luke 22 verse 31 and verse 32 Simon, Simon Satan has asked permission to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. That is the present ministry of Jesus Christ, our high priest in heaven. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. Those who are regenerate are kept from falling. Jesus Christ prays for them that their faith may not fail. And they will be brought to the very presence of God without fault. But with great jubilation, he saves us from beginning to end. He who began the work of salvation will complete that work, will save us. Turn with me to 1st Peter chapter 1. Or let me read from verse 3 on. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. Kept in heaven for you, who through faith, it should be our being shielded. It's a present participle. Who through faith are being shielded by God's power until the coming of salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. We are being shielded by God. Make your calling an election sure. Are you plastic, phony, baloney, simulating, silly, external, not internally regenerate? Then you will find it hard to love God and to obey God. You will fight every inch of the way. But if you are regenerate, it is your joy to do the will of God. Number four, we are told you need endurance. 36, you need endurance. That's what the text says. See, Western people have no patience. We pamper our kids and they grow up having no patience. But we are told that we need endurance. Those who became Christians... Through false evangelism Shall not endure hardship of Christian life They expect a life of ease and prosperity They are shocked by trials and persecutions They did not expect the valley of the shadow of death So they quit True Christians expect and endure trials It says you need endurance. Now I'll tell you how to get endurance. The scripture is very clear about it. Why do you think we have no endurance? Why do you think our kids have no endurance? Well, let me tell you. We are kept from trouble. We have no suffering. So here in chapter 5 of Romans, we are told how to get it. How God provides us with that virtue of endurance Romans 5 3 not only so but we also rejoice in our sufferings notice the plural sir we just get one little suffering and we are we wither and fade and weep the last refuge of a scoundrel is tears The final argument, isn't it? Tears. That person got away with everything, with tears. But notice, not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces endurance. Now, if endurance is what we need, you have need of endurance, And God is going to help us to possess endurance. How? By providing us the ways and means for endurance, providing us sufferings. And I don't pray pray for sufferings. And I don't want you to pray for sufferings. But whether we pray or not, God's commitment to us is to make us holy and blameless so that you can be presented to God without fault in all glory. Therefore he will ordain situations sufferings which will produce perseverance. James the brother of the Lord's said the same thing in James chapter 1 verse 2 consider it pure joy my brothers whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance sufferings produces perseverance it develops perseverance don't be surprised therefore when suffering comes John 16 and verse 33 we read I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace in this world you will have trouble but take heart I have overcome the world and Saint Paul in his missionary journey he was a true evangelist so he was careful to let the people know about this very hard truth Acts 14 and verse 22, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. We don't like it. I don't like it either, sir. But it doesn't matter what I like or what I don't like. God will glorify us. Second Timothy chapter 3. And verse 12, in fact, everyone, see, no one is exempt. Everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. And this tells you, those people who are going to be persecuted are those who want to live what? A godly life. I've been persecuted all my life. And I still am persecuted. And what what is the reason I am persecuted sir? I live a godly life. If you don't want to live a godly life. There is no persecution sir. It is your difference. From the world that causes persecution to come. They hate the light. They hate holy people. 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 3 so that no one would be unsettled by these trials you know quite well that we were destined for them you talk about predestination <laughs> and i believe in predestination i am destined to heaven but destined through trials so the writer says we need endurance endurance is the ability to stand under severe pressure by the power of the Holy Spirit. Turn with me to First Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13. It speaks about endurance. No temptation has seized you except what is common to man. Don't cry and moan, sister. It is common, brother. It is common. We want to make it sui generis, unique. It is not unique. It is common. Your cancer is common. Your heart attack is common. You're being fired from your position, common. That you die tomorrow morning, it's common. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. That's endurance. God gives us grace sufficient to stand up under all pressures. Stephen endured stoning. Peter endured crucifixion. Paul endured beheading. James the just endured stoning and died. Others were torn asunder and eaten by wild animals in the arena. Others were covered all over with pitch and set ablaze to give light in the garden of Nero. True people of God suffered much throughout history and still suffer and die today in many parts of the world. They endured and they endure, for God is with us. God is with them and, and God is with us and in us. You want to learn about endurance? Read Second Corinthians, especially chapter four, chapter six, chapter eleven, chapter twelve before we cry and weep and mourn and groan and self pity. And go around telling everybody, "Woe unto me, stand up on the trials by God 's grace. Read Second Corinthians. St. Paul endured. He said, "I can do all things." He was especially speaking about suffering. I can do all things through Jesus Christ, who gives me strength." He said, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. You understand, sir? The more us, you are suffering, that's not the only thing is happening. The power of God is also resting upon you so you can stand upon it. Look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 and 3, which we read Pray, draw near to God to receive mercy and find grace for the time of suffering, time of need. Remember your past faithfulness. Read history of God's martyrs. You need endurance, sir. Cultivate strong fellowship with God's people. And also keep in mind what is awaiting for you at your death or at the soon coming of Christ. Chapter 10 verse 34, it says, You yourselves had better and lasting possession. Think about that. Better and permanent possession. Indestructible spiritual possession I have. I made a rich person, sir. Or look at verse 35. Do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. Mega reward. Keep that in mind, sir. As you go through the valley of the shadow of death, either you are going to fix your eyes on your little pain or fix your eyes on Jesus, on heaven, on eternal life. Or on better possession. Abiding possession. The great reward. When they persecute you. Leap for joy. For your reward is great. Look at verse 36. You will receive the promise. When God promises. He fulfills the promise. I have seen people coming here and making their vows. God witness to it. But then they walk out of it. You say, you promised? Well, who cares? Don't ever trust man and his promises. Always trust God and his promise. He cannot lie. He cannot die. He is truth. You can count on him. He promised us eternal salvation, and he gives us eternal salvation. And look at verse 39. But we are not of those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who believe and are saved. Let's have a new view of suffering and physical death. These things should not throw us into confusion. The saints who die enter into saints, everlasting rest. It is not a theory, it is a better life. It is a better life. Much better than life in these United States, in spite of all its riches and stuff. People want to buy bigger house. You ask, why do you want to buy bigger? I have a lot of stuff. Why don't you get rid of stuff? No, no, that's not the American way, sir. We buy bigger and bigger places to house our stuff. Look at chapter 11, verse 6. And without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. I ask you, brothers and sisters, what does it profit if we fling away our confidence out of fear of the world and due to seduction of sin. What does it profit if we gain the whole world and lose our soul? We lose everything. The just shall live daily and moment by moment by faith, he says, in God's promise. A saint is a person who experienced a spiritual Copernican revolution of center change from self to Christ, from death to life everlasting, from earth to heaven. Christ lives in him. He follows Christ into a new heaven and a new earth along with all the saints of the past, present, and future to enjoy forever. Life everlasting. Number five. Verse 36. You need to persevere. So that when you have done the will of God. That's the point five. When you have done the will of God. Not when you have promised to do the will of God. But when you have done the will of God. Finished the race. Fought the good fight. Kept the faith. When you have finished the will of God. Husband and wife promised. And you go on performing that covenant. Till death puts you part. So not before. The unregenerate will not do the will of God. He will promise. But he will never do it he's a synthetic plastic Christian who experienced no interior change is a pagan sitting in the church what about Jesus Jesus did the will of God chapter 10 verse 7 then I said here I am it is written about me in the scroll I have come to do your will O God in chapter 5, verse 7. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered a prayers and petitions with the loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Although he was a son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. Or oh, turn to chapter 1, verse 3 of the book of Hebrews, the son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word after he had provided purification for sins, that's doing the will of God, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven and so also we ask God's children do the father's will And we will receive our reward after we have done the will of God. It's a beautiful thing to see the death of God's saints. It is finished. I have done the will of God. And he is ushered, as Lazarus was ushered by angels into the presence of God. We must do the will of God, sir. But God helps us in doing the will of God. Look at chapter 13 verse 20 and 21. May the God of peace who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus the great shepherd of the sheep. Equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him. Or may he work in us God's will. Through Jesus Christ to him be glory forever and ever. Amen. A true Christian perseveres to the end, doing the will of God. And is ushered into his inheritance, into his great mega reward. We work out all that God works in us. And God works in us the will of God. And we work out. The one who is in us, brothers and sisters, is greater than the devil who is in the world. God is in us, and we are in God. Christian journey is a journey with our triumphant Christ. He says to follow me. We, his sheep, follow him all the way. Some through the flood, some through the fire. But all through the blood of Jesus. We all travel with Christ, the victor, the way of the cross. He shall bring every one of us to the presence of our Heavenly Father, our Daddy, our Abba. Jesus Christ is conqueror par excellence. He conquered for us hell and death, the world and the devil. In Him, Paul says, we are more than than conquerors. We are the justified. We live by faith in our Christ who died for our sins and raised for our justification. Therefore we shall endure. We shall persevere as long as we do not become arrogant and self-reliant. I was reading Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 4, which is quoted here in verse 38 and 39. Let me read it to you. The Hebrew text reads this way. See, he is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous will live by his faith. And I was studying it in the Hebrew text. See, he is puffed up. Speaking about Babylon and wicked Jews. And I studied the Hebrew word. Puffed up. swollen." The very word that is used for hemorrhoid. A wicked, arrogant, self-sufficient person is seen by God as hemorrhoid. Pain in the rear end. That's exactly right, sir. That's what God did to the Philistines. They took the ark to Ashdod, to Gath, and Ekron. The word is used right there. God brought upon them tumors, hemorrhoids. This mighty people cannot sit down. Pain. An arrogant, self-sufficient Christian. As far as God is concerned, you are hemorrhoids. Fear of God is the hallmark of godliness. The just shall live by faith. The opposite of hemorrhoids, swelling people are the just, the saints, the people of God. They are humble. They are always dependent not on themselves or on their supposed achievement and brilliance and beauty they say we are nothings our center is Christ and we fear God and we love God and we humble ourselves before God and he gives us grace and here the writer tells us concerning the Hebrews it is an interesting verse verse 39 after all this exhortation he says But we are not those who shrink back. Or I would translate. We are not those who swell up. The exact opposite of shrink back. And are destroyed but of those who believe and are saved. Brothers and sisters. Jesus Christ saves us. From beginning to end. He prays for us. We will endure. We will persevere. We will finish the race. We will join St. Paul and would say, I have fought a good fight. I have run the race. And I have kept the faith. And I am about to receive a crown of righteousness. Shall we rise. Heavenly Father, help us to make our calling and election sure. Help us to know that we are not plastic, synthetic Christian. Arrogant, unregenerate tumors. But we are people of God. Lord, help us to be humble. Help us to be Christ-centered. Help us to be quick to hear and quick to do. Exactly, immediately and above all, with great joy and passion in the days ahead O Lord help us by our life to prove that we are truly people of God, that we are truly elect of God, that we are truly regenerate, truly we are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. That we are a people who have nothing to fear, nothing. Though we may walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Trials may multiply. But we know your design, your purpose. It produces perseverance, character, and hope. Not in ourselves, but in the glory of God. Jesus Christ is coming again. Hallelujah. And he will bring us into a new heaven. And a new earth to enjoy joy celestial and happiness eternal. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You have been listening to Grace and Glory Audio of Part 2 of this sermon entitled Saints Endurance. Come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew.